You're listening to the Jabadoo Education Podcast, where you will be introduced to education's biggest leaders to bring you some meaningful conversations, perspectives, strategies, concepts, and more, so you can be the catalyst of progress your students and our world needs. This is Jabadoo. Hey, what's going on, teachers and educators? Thanks so much for tuning in to episode 56 of the Jabadoo Education Podcast. Um, wow, what what a what a year it has been. Um, school year, <laughs> anyway. I mean, 2021. Um, we th- we thought 2020 was bad. I'm not sure about you, but somehow 2021 has been um, it has been rough, hasn't it? Um, I don't know what your situation is. Uh, you know, for, for me, I've talked with a couple of different, uh, teachers in my building and, and online. And I think the consensus is, yeah, this year is worse than last year. <laughs> um, and I think probably the reasoning for that is, uh, you know, let me know if you relate to this, but last year was a rough year because, uh, you kind of got thrown into Zoom land and and hybrid teaching, and you just didn't feel like a good teacher. You know, the the years that you've put in before last year um, kind of didn't prepare you for last year. And so, you know, 2020, the, you know, 2020, 2021 school year, um, I just, I didn't feel like I was a good teacher. This year, <laughs> this year is, is back to the classroom, at least for me, um, and yet somehow... I don't know. It's, you know, we still have kids who are going into quarantine and therefore they're on Zoom and they got to, you know, pop in. Uh, We've added a new position to our building, um, which is a good position, you know, helping kids with um, social emotional well-being and and anti-bullying and, you know, a bunch of other stuff. And um, but it's it's thrown a wrench into the scheduling. So you mix that in. I don't know. And it's it's just been a wild year. so I wanted to talk to you today about, um, I certainly don't know everything there is to know about this topic, um, but from what I've researched and what I have personally experienced, uh, I just wanted to come at you and, and maybe give you some tips today about avoiding burnout. Um, because this year has been, I've been the most burned out this year already, and it's only eight weeks in. Um, and if you're feeling that way, I, I just want to let you, you let you know you're not alone. Um, you know this. I I feel like I'm just a broken record here. This year is absolutely bonkers. So I think step one to that is you know I've got a couple bullets here that I've laid out for you. This isn't going to be a really long episode. It's kind of just going to be a short. Um, you know, three little things that uh, hopefully can help you out. Um, so just talking to you about you know prioritizing your life. Um, I think as teachers, we kind of get sucked into our career maybe more than other uh, professions in saying we we make it our identity a lot uh, quicker. Um, we we let it take over, you know, our home life <laughs> easier than uh, some other professions where you know we might be bringing home papers to grade or tests to overlook or we're bringing our uh, lesson plans home and trying to finalize those for the next week or whatever. Um, and you know, it's, it's really hard to say sometimes, but it is a job. Um, and there are so many other things that are worth, uh, experience, experiencing and living for in this life. And, uh, sometimes just having that perspective and saying, I can't take this home. I, you know, I I have to finish it at, at work and leave it at work and, 
and uh, detach from it. Um, and that's, that's really healthy to do. So, um, you know, prioritize your life. You know, when you come home from school, leave school at school. You know, leave work at work, as they say, right? Um, leave school at school. The second thing, uh, for, for me anyway, um, this year is I've opened up a good bit. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I've been one to just kind of hold all of my emotions in. Um, and part of this is, is my wife helping me through this too, but, uh, the ability to actually share what I'm, uh, worried about or what I'm feeling or, you know, whatever, um, opening up and being vulnerable has something that I've has been something that I've embraced this year that, uh, has actually helped. Um, I used to just bottle up, bottle up, bottle up, and then I would explode over nothing. Um, and you know, finding that one coworker at your school, um, or even doing it with your students and, and opening up at the beginning of class and saying, Hey guys, like, listen, this is what's going on with me right now. Um, you know, and I, I reflect on the teachers that I've had coming through and the ones that I respected and the ones that I look back fondly on are the ones who are real with us, the ones who could bring in their life and, and tell us like, <laughs> yeah, I'm a teacher, but I'm also a human. And here's the things that I'm dealing with that, you know, maybe you can relate to. There's something really healthy about that. Um, and so that's something that I've uh, I've been doing it for a while, but I, I am more aware now of sharing with my students, with my coworkers you know, what's, what's going on emotionally and, uh, just outside of school. Um, and I think vulnerability is one of those things that we think when we're vulnerable, we're exposed and that is a weakness. Um, but time and time again, at least for me, it is, it is proven to be, uh, such a strength and such a great, um, advantage really to to be able to open up and to be real with people because uh you liberate yourself with the extra stress of having to put on a mask um and there's there's something very freeing about that so uh that would be one of my first challenges is is find ways to be vulnerable um this next week the the next month whatever uh whether it's with students or with a colleague um, open up and, and share what's going on because uh, it's nice to know that you're not alone. And when you can do that, you you find other people who are going through the same thing as you. So uh, be vulnerable this week. Number, I don't know what I said, two, three, whatever we're on. <laughs> uh, pay yourself first. This is something that um, I've heard in like professional or uh, personal finance, uh, you know, strategies of paying yourself first before you have to pay your other loans. Um, but for what I'm talking about here, it's, it's using your time, paying, paying yourself first with your time. Um, it's, it's a broken cliche or it's a broken record. It's a, it's an overused cliche, but the, the idea of your cup has to be full before you can fill somebody else's cup with it, right? You've got to find a way to, to fill your cup before you can fill your students' cups. Um, and metaphorically or not, uh, I actually have found this, this year I have spent a lot of time in the mornings. Um, I'll give myself 15 minutes just to go sit on the patio if the weather's nice and just sit outside, you know, put the phone down, um, detach from that, which is (laughs) really hard to do. I know, um, 
and just I'll have my cup of coffee on the patio outside with the dogs. You know, the the birds are chirping. The, if there's a breeze, it's you know blown across. There's paying paying myself with that time has really given me um, a lot of extra emotional energy, a lot of extra um, just calm and uh, you know serenity, I guess. Um, moving into my day and that's that's been a game changer this year it's something that I haven't had the opportunity to do before and I'm that's one of the things that I've found where I'm paying myself first <laughs> and it's first thing in the morning too which is um which is kind of really nice you set your day up for uh for you set your day up with that um you know intentional um you know time for yourself I think we we wear in this culture in you know in, in the United States we wear this badge of pride that goes along with busyness um, and we think that the busier we are the the better we must be doing with our professional professional life uh, and <laughs> the last thing that I will share um, is throw that badge away no <laughs> I mean, you don't need it. Nobody, nobody else looks at your busy schedule and says, "Wow, look at how busy they are. They're they're doing a great job." You don't do it with other people. They're not doing it with you. Um. So, if you have to remove stuff off your schedule, do it. You know. Um. And I'm. That's one of the things again that I'm finding I have to do, especially with uh. You know, I've got a a baby on the way here, and you know, three weeks from uh today is when i'm when i'm recording three weeks from today is his due date so uh yeah i kind of have to take stuff off my schedule and the podcast has been one of those things that i've had to back up a little bit with and that's why i've moved to a every other week release schedule um and yeah so you know don't give yourself the extra work you know if there's anything that you can remove from your schedule and especially at school if there's something that your students can do teach them how to do it especially if they're going to be doing it over and over again. So for me, my my classroom, we've got the the chairs all spaced out three feet apart, X, Y, and Z. And there are some activities where I need an open floor, right? For, for elementary music, we're up, we're doing a dance or whatever. And instead of just having the kids push their chairs out of the way and then being a mess coming back <laughs> and putting it back, I, we practiced how to put them away so that they're organized and how to put them back so they're organized so I don't have to do that (laughs) and that sounds like such a basic thing but figure out what you can do in your classroom to give some of that work to your students take it off yourself don't give yourself extra work when you don't need to (laughs) Um, you know and these hopefully these are all things that will keep you in the classroom because um, we have a, a, I'm sure you're reading it on the news or hearing about it. There's a bus driver shortage in this country. Um, but there has been a teacher shortage for years, not necessarily in personnel, but in good teachers. Um, and the burnout rate with first year teachers is so high. And over the last two years, I'm sure the burnout rate with, you know, teachers who have been around the block a few times is really high. But it's so cliche that our future depends on it. So um, if you are somebody who you you have loved teaching for years and the last year and a half, two years has been um, really rough for you, I, I, again, I'm there with you. Um, there are other people who are there with you. We will eventually get through this. But please 
please, 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 for you, for your students, for your community, figure out a way to fill yourself first. Pay yourself first. Be vulnerable with your kids. Open up um, and and have those intimate moments because um, there's something so liberating about uh, just coming fully as yourself into the classroom. So, um I hope some of that struck a chord with you. Uh, like I said, this is going to be a shorter episode, really just uh, you know me unloading some of the things that have been going on. <laughs> you know, this is my therapy almost, um, unloading some of the things that have been going on with me, some of the things that have been on my heart. Um, I hope, as always, that you get some value out of it. So that is all from me. So um, would love for you to go. Uh, there's not really going to be anything on the show notes page, but I'll make a, uh, a page for it. Go check it out. Jabadoo.com slash show 56. Uh, you can go check that out there. Um, come check out the Facebook group. Uh, I'll be honest. I have been not super invested in it the last uh, couple of weeks here as um, you know, my wife and I are preparing this house and we're figuring out how to uh, you know, balance our schedules and I'm figuring out how to, uh, you know, we are, uh, hiring a new music teacher in, in the district who's going to be partly at my school. So there's just been a ton on my plate and this has been put to the back burner, but I would love for you to, for some of you to come in and join the conversation on the Facebook group. If you go to jabadoo.com slash group, that'll redirect you over to our Facebook group where you can connect with other listeners of the show and just have a general conversation um, about everything education. So we would love to have you over there. Again, jabadoo.com slash group, or if you just go to the show notes, jabadoo.com slash show 56, that is where uh, you can get a link and uh, hop over into that group. We would love to have you. And that is all from me. Um, so until next time, do what you do best. Go teach. Thank you so much for listening to the Jabadoo Education Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more evidence-based strategies for improving your educational career, go ahead and click that subscribe button so you can get the next episode as soon as it is released. If you think this information was beneficial and you think more teachers should hear it, the greatest compliment you can give us is to share this episode with a colleague, either through a text message, email, or social media. And last but not least, if you think more teachers need to hear more of what we are talking about, please go leave us a five-star rating and review on your platform of choice, and that will simply let the algorithm know that you are finding value in this content, and it will help boost our show to the top of the list when people search for education shows. Thank you, I appreciate you, and I will see you on the next episode of the Jabadoo Education Podcast.